nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. 80 And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the free sky's the limit
nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh -huh. you wanna see the inside, huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh -huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. going on guys we're back with yet again another edition of the notorious Hills podcast man and we're on here today on this episode with none other than the news man if this is your first time watching guys do not know how the show works every monday we're on here with notorious unscripted and every friday we're on here with the news just like we are doing right now also speaking of this past monday's episode of unscripted if you guys have not got a chance to go watch that uh is Adam Cole's Loyalty Elite, or is it Undisputed? You can go check out that edition of The Notorious uh, Unscripted on um, all platforms now. Also, the full gear review, if you guys also have not got a chance to watch that, that is available on all platforms as well, including Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, you can just come right here on YouTube, man. So, exactly. that being said... If this is your first time watching and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show, and that's for the other half. We've got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? Going good, man. Going good. Just chilling out, doing normal shit. So excited for this Survivor Series weekend. I just can't wait, bro. I can't wait for the um, wow. the matches, whatever they are. I don't even know the but, um, oh, man, bro, I'm just, I'm good, bro. I'm just chilling out normalized time. But, uh, what about you, bro? How you been? Yeah, man, I've been good, bro. I've been good. Can't complain. Can't complain, man. So, yeah, nothing, nothing too much, bro. Nothing too Hell much. Yeah. Just so freaking pumped to oh, watch. Oh, bro, I can't wait. Show Literally, the only me. match I'm excited for about Survivor Series, uh, is, um, Lynch versus Flair, and it's just because of uh, the obvious reasons. I want to see how that boxing, bro. I swear to God, I kind of do. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, should be 
Should be very interesting, man. But yeah, it just should be. Had a Survivor Series weekend, man. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this all plays out with those two women. But um, oh, yeah. boy, oh boy, we got a lot to talk about. Um, well, we're gonna start. We're gonna start this off with uh, the elephant in the room. Let's just get this out of the way. WWE, man. WWE. All right, at it again. Jesus. Jesus, man. Let me pull up the full list here. So, yesterday, I'm walking around work, and all of a sudden, I don't know if my sound was off or if I just wasn't paying attention, all of a sudden, I reached down, grabbed my phone out of my pocket, and... Lo and behold, I see John Morrison released. Hit Row released. Uh, that was all I seen. Uh, no, sorry. Drake Maverick released. I load up Twitter because I'm looking at Sean Ross app like, what the fuck are you here for? Why haven't I got your tweets? That's why I have your tweet notifications on for shit like this. And I go on his Twitter and I see this, man. Fightful has learned that WWE released John Morrison, Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker. John Laurinaitis cited budget cuts as the reason within the email. Another email, too. Can't even fucking have the balls to call him. Uh, and then the last thing he says, for those asking, I've not heard any of additional cuts in this round. That doesn't mean they will or will not happen tonight. So, were these the ten people from the last match? Is this ten? Morrison? I don't know. I think it's close to ten. I guess like seven, when I think I could... Yeah, it's eight. Okay. Um, Possibly. I mean, there's still two out there that I guess survived another round. This is like playing Squid Game, man. You're like, imagine, bro, imagine like, because in the beginning of Squid Game, like a shit ton of them die when they're playing the red light, green Mm -hmm. light. Imagine that is like Miro and like all those guys from like the first one. And now we're getting down to like the winners. (laughs) Like literally now there's two left. Like this, this is fucking horrible, man. And then like eventually like one of the big characters dies and that guy would be like Bray Wyatt. Like exactly. He gets released. This is seriously. Now that I'm thinking about it, this is like playing squid. This is Vince McMahon must have watched squid game and was like, damn, wouldn't this be cool if it was like talent and like, they get released, but like they die. Uh, that man, th- oh, man. Th- that I'm I'm convinced that's definitely what's going on here. Vince McMahon and the rest of his buddies been watching Squid Games, bro. Absolutely, they really have, bro. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's oh, well. Anyway, <sighs> I get well. We're gonna run everybody down here. Uh, let's start with Hit Row, shall we? Um. 
Let's see. So there's been a lot of news that has came out this morning about why Hit Row was released. Now, these guys uh, seem to have a lot of heat backstage mm-hmm. in WWE. And um, I think we may know a huge reason that they got fired. Exactly. Well, first off, WWE was not happy with them for releasing a uh, rap with um, B-Fab. They were not happy with them because AJ Francis, top dollar, released a rap video where he was uh, pretty much thanking B-Fab. It was... It was kind of just like a, yeah, like a goodbye, like thank you, you know, we built this thing from the ground up, Um, which we'll get into that in a minute, because I don't really think he's giving all credit to where credit is due there, Um, but there was that, which, so fucking what, so fucking what, this guy is, this guy, this guy does rapping as a side career, and, you can't have side careers. You should know that by now. That is true. That is true. But he can rap about whatever the fuck he wants to. I mean, really? That is is utterly ridiculous, man. He was... Now, Top Dollar has been a uh, controversial guy for a minute now, man, but... I can't say he's wrong there, man. I can't say he's wrong. I mean, I'd be sad too if you release fucking uh, one of my one of my homegirls. That's fucking a huge part of the group. Her literally, her voice is a main part of their theme song. You know what I mean? Literally. So, So there's that, and then there's this, which this man, this this God. Uh, I'll get to it. It was said that AJ Francis was polarizing due to his online antics, but it was noted if it was but it was noted if any that possible heat if there was any possible heat that led to their releases. Who the fuck words of this shit, man? I don't know. It was noted that if any of that possible heat led to their release. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And I quote We haven't heard anything about Hit Row as a unit. Outside of AJ Francis's polarizing Twitter uh, reaction on Twitter did carry over to some within the company. A couple of internal WWE sources compared it to Greg Hamilton getting a little too comfortable when they were told there when they were told this was not the specific factor leading to his release or that or that of the group. But it was an internal observation. There were others that enjoyed his approach within the company. My God. Him being a shill. Get this. Him being a shill got the whole group fired. <laughs> Think about that. That's Vince for you. You got you got to bow down to him, but not too hard. Not too hard. So, what? What does Vince McMahon want in a in a wrestler? You know what I mean? What? I don't even know it. Because for the longest time it was, oh, show the company and you'll be a made man. Up you'll be a top. made man if you show the company. Well, here he goes, shilling the company 
and he gets fired. He gets Literally. fired. Now, this man shot himself in his own damn foot here because oh, when yeah. those 90 days are up and when it's time to look for oh. more work, the, the only ones oh, that can find work like that is Swerve, maybe Adonis, it, maybe. Maybe Adonis. But, I mean, ah, man, this man shot himself in the foot, man. This man shot himself in the foot. I mean, he wanted to go out, uh, say, I'm going to be fine on the main roster. I can cut a promo. That's about all you need to survive on the main roster, right? Well... No, apparently shilling the company won't get you a uh, won't get you a spot either. Um, no. Nope. See, we just brought to you guys uh, that they were handing the keys of this group over to him, and now he is released. Jesus, man, Jesus. I mean, from the moment this guy's been in WWE, he has uh, kind of been very arrogant i think Mm -hmm. um from the moment he's yeah he does he does he said uh that we built hit row up from the ground up nobody helped us my friend i think that my friend i I think that hit row was one of the last uh triple h projects yeah and WWE, as you can tell with a lot of these releases, are ridding of that. And you can tell. It's more evident than ever, man. And we're going to get to that with the next couple ones. But, my friend, I don't think you're giving credit to where credit is due. I think there was one man that helped you guys create something that was special. Not to fucking me. I'd never liked the group. But, I mean, the group was popular. I I don't get it, but it was popular. So I think there was one man, bro, that helped you uh, tremendously. And I don't think you're giving credit to where credit is due. And now they are released. They are released, man. And I want to say I'm shocked, but nothing really shocks me anymore. Um, Nothing really shocks me anymore. I wouldn't be shocked if AJ fucking Styles was released from his contract, I wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't. The only ones that I can genuinely say are safe is Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, and Seth Rollins. And then you can maybe, maybe throw Randy Orton's name into that hat. He's the only other one that I think might be safe. Mm -hmm. But, But he's one I can weirdly see leaving on his own accord one day. I could see it. When he gets tired of all this shit, he'll want to visit somewhere else. I could see it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to do. Eventually, there's going to be nothing to do for these wrestlers. Riddle stuff? What are you going to do, bro? Who are you going to face? Edge again? Come on, bro. Sign me up. Man. So, Hit Row released, man. Hit Row released, and... I mean, judging off these reports, man, a lot of the blame looks like it can be put on top dollar, bro. Oh, looks like it can be put on top dollar, man. But Jesus, bro, this company with Hit Row 
with Hit Row being released, man, like I said, I think that being really one of the last Triple H productions, if, uh, if you will. I think with that, man, I really do believe that, um, I really do believe that, uh, they are, um, trying to, uh, rid WWE of everything Triple H, bro, of everything Triple H, man, so, Top Dollar, Swerve, and Adonis, like I said, uh, as far as the group, I mean, the group has made themselves massively, massively disliked, uh, across the, the wrestling world, and, um, uh, it's gonna be very hard for them to find work, man. I mean, the only one, obviously, that's got some indie presence is, you know, Swerve Scott, Shane, Swerve Strickland. I remember watching Swerve, um, at AAW, right up the street here, but, mm -hmm. you know, it, I know the group's gonna get back together, um, as much as I hate to say it, because I was honestly never really a fan of the group, but... No. Personally they're, not. Yeah, the they're not going to get back together or they are going to get back together. I mean um AJ Francis's tweet said Um we'll see you guys in ninety days. He said we created something special and now we get to do it again. They're gonna be back. Um but yeah, oh, I mean yeah. the the group as itself, like I said, made themselves massively disliked. I don't really see them going into a company like AEW. You know where I oh, see, no. you know where I see, um, Hit Row, Impact Ooh. Wrestling. I would say Impact. They Impact, are Impact Wrestling. Battling. They are going to have a great feud with Violent by Design with Eric Bruh. Eric Young and W Morrissey. I mean, it, it, it sucks, man. It, it sucks, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the group, they did it to themselves. I guess you should learn next time to keep your fucking mouth shut. Especially when you are in a company that is... Um, They'll fire anybody at any sinking, point. Yeah, that is sinking ship uh, so fast. Or they are sinking underwater so fast. The ship is sinking so incredibly fast. I don't necessarily. It's the it's the right time to keep your fucking mouth shut. It's exactly. the right time to keep your really fucking is. mouth shut, man. It, it is, especially working for this company. Like I said, at the drop of a fucking dime, somebody like Bray Wyatt can be released. So what the fuck so you makes no you feel that AJ fucking Francis is Bro. going to be safe? Exactly, what makes Bro. you feel that? You know, um, this is a Triple H project. What have they done with the other Triple H projects? Sanity. God. Sanity's been dead for years. Oh, Authors yeah. of Pain released. Um, got what happened? What happened to Undisputed Era? What happened to Undisputed fucking Era? You wanted to make one a manager, so by default, you lost what? the whole fucking group. Exactly. You, you want to make mean? their leader. A bald manager called Budge. That, that's what they wanted to do. All caps. Exactly. Budge. All caps. God. Um. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I was no, just going to move on. I was make a shitty joke about Budge. Oh. You sure you don't want to say it? I'm kind of intrigued. 
It was just about how they would fucking call the motherfucker the ring as Budge. Budge. <laughs> Keith or Lee. Keith Bearcat Lee. And Budge. I feel like they'd either say it very happy or very like dark. Not like dark, but you know the way they like Budge. emphasize certain people. Budge. They'll <laughs> give them that fucking retribution treatment. Yeah. Oh my god. Retribution. Sound like a fucking nerf ad. Oh my god. So nerf fucking bad. <laughs> nerf ad. The new the new retribution blaster. Like uh oh, man. Retribution. Retribution and Fuck bush. man. Their song speaking of fucking uh nerf and uh child things, the retribution song sounded like a fucking shitty kids bop remix of some shit. It really some did. fucking dark like Manson song or something, like uh, <laughs> like that was like a the shitty kids bop version. Bro, I hated their bro. I their influence was worse. That. Fucking camera moving like this. Oh my god! Fucking nauseous. Oh, bro, I should oh, give me bro. a mad headache, bro. And then I come on here fucking pissed off and unscripted because my fucking Literally. head hurts. Because <laughs> I have to fucking watch a camera move like this, like oh, they're fucking rapping. Oh my god, bro, that was fucking horrible. And they weren't even doing anything, like, crazy. They were just walking out there fast. And the camera was just fucking... Like, just bro, what crazy. were you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, imagine being the cameraman and being told, do this when they enter. Just all the time, the whole entrance. And zoom in, zoom out, everything. God. God damn. Um, so, that group is gone. Tegan Knox. Damn. Another one. This is a Triple H chick. This is a Triple H yep. talent. 100%. This is somebody that he brought in, wanted to win the first May Young Classic. Who did that end up going to? Was it, it was uh, Kyrie Sane? Oh, Kyrie Sane. Uh, the second one went to Tony Storm, I believe. I think right? so. Yeah, and then I don't think they did a third one. No, they only did the two. Remember how fun, like, in the very beginning of this, remember how fun Triple H had NXT oh, to where to where people can come in, work a program in WWE, and go back to New Japan. Or exactly. Go back to Shimmer. Go back to, you know, Kota, Kota Ibushi. Was in that shit. Was in the Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> wasn't it... Wasn't that standout match, Ibushi versus Cedric? Wasn't that it? Literally. The Please Sign Cedric match? I believe it was Kota Ibushi. I believe I so. I believe it was. This man had the most memorable match in that tournament. Worked the tournament. Lost when he lost... And then went back to New Japan. And that like, was it. The exactly. first May Young Classic had Tessa fucking Blanchard. This was pre-allegations. Tessa fucking Blanchard in it. And then she went right back. He was working the super indie. The indie with the WWE budget. And it was fucking incredible. Remember really how much was. fun that was? That remember? Was so fun. I remember my so freshman cool. year of high school. 
I would sit in class and I was never a fan of school. So what I, what I did for a, a large portion of that year was watch the entire Cruiserweight Classic over. Yep. I watched the entire fucking one match per period, bro. Sometimes two, depending on how long the match was. But yeah. come on, man. Come on, man. And I remember... I remember the day of finals, right before winter break, I watched Ibushi versus Cedric. Oh, man. I remember I got, do I got done with my test. I got done with it early, probably because I mostly guessed through it. And I watched Ibushi versus Cedric. And I remember just being fucking just dumbfounded as to how fucking Literally. great it was sitting in class. It was. it was amazing, man. Remember how fun this shit was, man? Like Triple H. Fun. Oh, man. Now, Flyer NXT is fucking Tony D'Angelo. Besides the point, Tegan Knox was brought in. Um, She was, you know, injured. She got injured. She's very injury prone. That's not why WWE released her. I can tell you that now. That is the... Uh, that has nothing oh, no. to do at all with why she was released. Yeah, they... happened in Prime NXT. They had no fucking clue. Yep, exactly. So, Tegan Knox, Tegan Knox, man, was uh, came back, received a, a great, great welcome, welcome back, man, and um, Tegan was. From what I can remember, very good in NXT in the beginning. I remember Team Kick. She was pretty good without Team Kick. And then, mm, oh, as yeah. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez went up, she kind of went down, yeah. uh, if you will. Um, she was doing but nothing. Nonetheless, she was very, very fucking talented, man. And she got oh, brought yeah. up and thrown oh, into yeah. a makeshift tag team Shotzi. with Shotzi Blackheart. You mean just Shotzi? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Knox. Shotzi and Knox. Knox. Um, oh, man. And on a roster, on a fucking roster, like Monday Night Raw and their women's division, you mean to fucking tell me right now that you did, you had nothing. You had not a fucking thing for oh, Shotzi Blackheart to do, or uh, Tegan Knox to I do. I smell lies. I smell lies, bro. You have Dana Brooke on that roster. She's still employed. You have Tamina Snuka on that fucking roster. But. Like. They're still there, and Shotzi Blackheart has been released. You don't think anybody would have wanted to see a Shotzi, or why do I keep calling her Shotzi Blackheart? Tegan Knox versus Becky Lynch match? Like, Champion's gonna run out of opponents. She's keeping that fucking thing, so. And when they're looking for opponents, it's their own doing, because they had them, and they release them. Bro. Tegan Knox is gone from WWE, and Tegan Knox or Nixon Noel is um 
definitely, I think, one of these people that TK should definitely look into. I mean, she is fantastic. She always has been. I mean, she's injury prone, but when she's not injured, she's fantastic. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I can't. Boggles my mind. Boggles it my really does. mind. Um, it really fucking does. But yeah, I definitely think along with Ember Moon and, and Frankie Monet, I definitely think Tegan Knox is somebody, obviously unless more people, unless more bigger people get released, um, Tegan Knox at this point is definitely somebody who needs to be at the, uh, at the top, at the top of, uh, the list, one of the tops of the list for, uh, oh, the yeah. AEW women's division. I mean, obviously outside of the, uh, evident, uh, Wyatt and Keith Lee, you know what I mean? Uh, I definitely think, uh, mm. Knox definitely adds herself to that list and I think she will be just fine but is that just fucking bullshit and does that just get anybody else upset the I know. fact that somebody with her talent is released meanwhile there are fucking idiots on that fucking roster that have no use to the roster have never had a use to the roster some of them have been there for 10 years Dana Brooke fucking they've never done a fucking thing man a thing and they're still you're releasing here. people without even giving them a fucking shot Hit Row had one squash match. Tegan Knox was never on even on Monday use... Night Raw. No, they didn't use her as singles. They just released her. Oh man, this company is just going down, down, down. Oh yeah, I mean you could you could you could see it, man. You could definitely see it. Um, uh, just for uh the, the little one. Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker is finally released from WWE. Somebody who is just a uh, a piece of shit human being. Somebody who uh, is um. I don't know. What are the words to describe this man? Hulk Hogan's favorite wrestler. Somebody who is just a complete idiot. Somebody who should not have lasted long. uh, As How the fuck was Bray Wyatt released? But you still have this man on your roster. I don't understand that. Malachi Black. Gone. He's still still here. Both of his two... uh, Both of his faction mates... From the Forgotten Sons, gone, and he's still there. Well, he had heat. He was the one with heat, and they got released. That makes fucking sense. Ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous, man. Um, Bullshit. But yeah, this he's gone now. Long time coming. This one was a very long time coming. He's gone now. We don't have to watch this fucking ignorant idiot. On our television anymore. Is he do unto nothing? I know he was. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think for a while he was, but then I think when they took him off TV and then when he came back, they changed it. Just some generic ass theme song, bro. Man, I forgot song. Sun song was so bad. 
never forget how bad that song was. Dude, yeah, that, that group was just a fucking failure. The original NXT song was fire, bro. That shit was fire. They have an original song? Yeah, remember the first song that they never used on TV? I can't fucking sing it, but just because I... But you'll remember once you hear it, but I'll okay. show you. I got you, bro. Shane Thorne. Slap dick. Slap Jack. How long until T-Bar and Mace are gone? Uh, and then, you. at that point, we got one left from Retribution. And he will probably eventually be on that list, too. So, oh, 100%. With that being said, Shane Thorne, apparently, obviously we all know about TM61, but apparently TM61 was in some kind of faction with Bronson Reed. Um, yeah, I thought I was seeing what Bronson Reed was posting. That they were always... Or Jonah Rock. Or just Jonah. Apparently. Wait, is that his name? It's just Jonah. Yeah, you never knew. You never noticed that. It's just Jonah. He doesn't go by Jonah Rock. It's just Jonah. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> Jonah. Jonah. Ugh, that's fucking weird. Jonah. What the hell? That is so weird. Jonah. Um. Yeah. Ugh, God. Please, God, be Bronson's Bronson fucking rock or some shit. Uh, um, <laughs> so, Shane Thorne finally gets to go meet his friend that uh, just wanted to be with his family, man. Nick Miller. Somewhere. And they can be TM61 again, man. Those guys were awesome. I love TM61. They were a great fucking tag team. And, um, yeah, bro, so, uh, they can finally go, um, do their thing, and then obviously yeah. they can, uh, meet up with Jonah along the way, and I think they can, they can do something special, bro, so, he will be just okay. fine. A lot of people forget how great Shane Thorne was, man. A lot oh, of fucking people great. forget. A lot of people, because... WWE, uh, well, now for he will forever have Slapjack tied to his resume. So, yeah. but Definitely. with that, a lot of people forget how great he was, man. A lot of fucking people forget how great he was. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick gets released. 20 minutes later, he's posting this amazing fucking video. Oh, yeah. And I said this to you last night. How long... Did he have that video just sitting on his camera roll? And EC3 posted a picture of him, like, cutting uh, Drake Maverick's hair. And it was obviously for that little video. So they, he, and EC3 made that shit and had it on deck for whenever that man got released. That is legendary. And he also, uh, Drake Maverick came out uh, and said that this was no surprise. So. Yeah. I guarantee you, especially with how EC3 is, and then when they released Braun, who is a, a, a good friend in that, you know, circle, um, <laughs> this man was like, well, I'm gonna get released, so let's just make a video, and 
And I was like, when I seen my immediate thoughts, I was like, oh no, he's doing one of these again. And I clicked on it, I looked on it, and I'm like, this looks like the exact same video. I was like, this is literally like in the exact same spot. Yeah. With the exact same shirt on. He had the, he had the exact same look on his fucking face. Then the first one, when he got released. And he is released again. So, so much for Triple H's Cinderella story of re-signing this guy in a great moment. You yeah, know, it's all gone um, again. It's, it's all gone once again, man. And, uh, well, let's see. This man came out with this amazing video. Even one that John Cena quote tweeted and yeah. said, this is worth a watch. That video was so, was so badass, bro. It was such an EC3 production. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. He said, uh, would you rather stay and you can run around 24 like, seven? That was, bro. that was so fucking dope. That is such that an EC3 fire. line, bro. Exactly. Um, amazing. This guy will be just fine. The rock star is back. And it's going to be anything, it's going to be anything that, um, it's going to be better than anything WWE had planned for him. Because, like he said in the video, all he would be doing is running around 24-7. So, Drake Maverick release, man, but this man will be just fine. A lot of people forget how good he is, too. He is, uh... Oh, he's great talent. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing, bro. He's fantastic. And... I cannot wait to see him on the narrative, man. I cannot oh, wait. so dope. Mm -hmm. That group's growing. And the last one. The one that just... And you know what, too? Hey, it's hey, not hey. even... Oh, oh. It's not even about... Like... I was telling you this yesterday, but it's like... The sad part is not even... WWE um, releasing these people. No. At this stage of the game, that's the good part. Oh my god, oh, it's finally yeah. released. The part that irks me is how these people were used while they were there. Just exactly. knowing that people's time was wasted. It really was. Just, just fucking wasted. irks me. And other than Morrison, a lot of this is a huge fuck you to Triple H. Oh, yeah. 100%. I feel so, so fucking bad for this man. Honestly, at this point, at this point, call me a fucking, call me a, call me a fucking stupid ass fan. Call me a mark. Whatever. I don't give a shit. At this point, it's not that far off to say that cardiac procedure was a fucking heart attack. Because of all the stress that was most definitely bestowed upon that fucking man, Adam Cole, oh, all yeah. those guys. Is it that far off, really, to say that was a heart attack from this fucking company? I, I don't think so. Oh, Call me stress. a fucking Mark. Call me a Mark. I don't give a shit. That don't seem that fucking far off to me. It really doesn't. It really fucking doesn't, man. Triple H gotta go start the third main promotion, bro. That shit would be fire. Now mm. that shit. 
would be the perfect forbidden door for AEW. And that's the best part, too. He would work with them all the time. Oh, that yeah. is the best part about it. And it would be very interesting competition because I could see when the UE forms an AEW, I could see them eventually going to Triple H's promotion. You know what I mean? So it's Adam just like Cole is always in force. Yep, Adam Cole has always said like um Adam Cole has always, you know, said me and Hunter have a great relationship. We have yeah, exactly. a great relationship. Um I feel so fucking bad for this man. I swear to God, I really do, man. And oh, 100%. It's it's genuinely I don't think I genuinely don't think that's a bad take to say this man had a heart attack because of stress or just stress related things because of stress. Yep. This company, for everything he tried to do with it, for they everything this man up. tried to do with it, they fucked all of it up. They fucked all of it up. Everything. Literally everything. Yeah. <sighs> makes me sick. Speaking of what really makes me fucking sick, this one, this one, I've been waiting. I swear, I've been, oh my god. As soon as I seen this, bro... John Morrison released from WWE. Damn. This man, this fucking man, his whole WWE run played second fiddle to the fucking the Miz. Miz. The, Miz. the Miz. He, bro, he got turned heel on. And this fucking dork goes <sighs> off on Dancing with the Stars. And we get no payoff to the storyline. Nope. We get no payoff to the fucking storyline. And this man gets buried by Omo and T-Bar and whoever the fuck. And he gets least is that what we're fucking doing now man to somebody so talented somebody who you have a dream match upon fucking dream match with you release this man bro you release this man after you wasted his fucking time for the past two years you wasted john morrison's fucking time bro you wasted his time. The only thing... Why would you bring him back if you thought the only thing to John Morrison was second fiddle to the fucking Miz of all people? Of exactly. all fucking people. The Miz. Somebody and who was... Sorry. Somebody who was my ricochet. That is who you think. That is what you think of him. Oh, this company makes me sick. Triple H, that was the main driving force to bring him back. Oh, it had to be. I think I remember when he re-signed. I think it, I think that was what happened, and it was like really Triple H that like got him to re-sign and brought him back. And look at what they do. They put him with the Miz, and they become rappers. Hey, hey, ho, ho! We gotta release this man. That's what the fuck they said. God, I. How, bruh? I, I don't get it, bro, but on the bright side, bro, 
we could get Johnny Dynamite in AEW, bro. Imagine. Imagine the matches. Oh, man. Yeah. It's... it. On the other side of the coin, this man is finally free. I'm not I'm not mad about him being released. That's not what no. I'm mad about. I just said that. I literally just said the sad part is not them being released. The sad part is, is the looking back and seeing what he got accomplished for his career. Somebody so fucking talented. I can't preach to you guys enough. How fucking talented John Morrison is. I love John Morrison. He is up there for me. Top 10 personal list. I grew <laughs> up on this man. I grew up on this man, bro. And to see what you brought. And I was excited, but kind of scared when he came back. Oh, yeah. And then just to uh, completely shoot my excitement in the fucking head, you put him back with somebody who is so fucking awful and does nothing for the company. To see his time wasted like that and to see you make a joke out of him because, because of the fact he took a chance on himself in 2011 and left WWE for nine years. That's exactly why they made a fucking joke out of him. And it makes me oh, fucking yeah. sick. This company is so pathetic. The fact that they have to humiliate somebody for not staying with them. What was John Morrison going to do over those nine years? He was no. going to be just as fucking stale as if Kofi Kingston would have stayed a singles wrestler. Exactly. This shit. Ugh. You don't him, though. John Morrison, bruh. John Mor God bless that man. He is so fucking talented. And he is going to be just fine. But I just hate how you just wasted this man's time and you made a joke out of him. That just pisses me off. That just pisses oh, yeah. me the fuck off, man. It's terrible. They made a literal joke out of that man. It pisses me off because... This is somebody who of my generation is so fucking amazing. And kids growing up, what the fuck are they going to think of John Morrison? He's a joke. He was the guy with the fucking squirt guns. That makes, that is fucking ridiculous, bro. That is ridiculous, man, to me. It really is. It really is. Truly. Truly. Anyway. John Morrison versus Malachi Black. John Morrison versus CM Punk. CM Punk. Oh, John Morrison versus Andrade. Punk. John Morrison versus Adam Cole. This is how much you missed the ball with this man, man. Exactly. John Morrison versus Kenny Omega. Morrison versus Cody. Morrison versus. And Cody is a heel? Being that oh, Morrison bro. is one of his good friends, John Morrison's such a likable babyface. Holy shit. That would be heat. Morrison oh, yeah. versus Hangman. Sign me the fuck up, man. He will be just fine. 
Oh, yeah. Not mad about him being released. I'm mad about what I've watched from John Morrison for the past two years. But this man is going to be back and better than ever, bro. He is going to be just fine. He is going to be just fine. No worries here. No worries here, bro. But yeah, man, he is released. Mm -hmm. And those are the releases from the November 18th WWE round. Yep. I put it in the thumbnail. WWE turns a Black Thursday into an every other fucking Thursday, man. Every other fucking Thursday, bro. So in a couple weeks, expect this again. Expect this again, man. Absolutely. And like I said, man, I'm not... Not even mad about him being released. As a matter of fact, I've wanted that for a long time because I know how good he is. Like I said, what I'm mad about is uh, seeing uh, people go, wow, this was the great John Morrison everybody talks about. No, it's not. That is not John Morrison I heard about. No, not at all. This man was my ricochet growing up. That is John Morrison. He is fucking amazing, and he will be just fine. He'll be oh, just yeah. fine. Speaking of NXT, obviously, we've got a lot of NXT cuts. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of NXT cuts, man. Uh, speaking of NXT guys and main roster, Von Wagner. Von oh, yeah. Wagner. However he fucking talks. Von Wagner. Looks like he has been moved up to the main roster. It looks like Von Wagner has been called up to the main roster. I was about to say the main Wagner. (laughs) He's been called up to the main (laughs) roster. (laughs) Fuck. Wagner appeared during a backstage segment with Adam Pearce and Sami Zayn. Pat McAfee made a reference to how Wagner looked... Ten feet tall. What? He's just a normal tall guy. He's like normal tall. He's not even like freak level. What? Oh, man. Anyway. But they did not refer to him by any name at all. We'll have to see what the future holds here. But this was a very strange and unexpected call up. Do you want to know why Von Wagner's getting called up? His tag team partner is about to dip. That's exactly why Von Wagner is getting called up. This man is looking to be Adam Pierce's bodyguard. And the thing is, listen, if you didn't refer to him by any name, the fact that Vince runs NXT nowadays... Why are you still making people get over twice? I literally just do it from the start. Why is his name being changed if Vince McMahon is running the show? Does that make any sense? Why? What? If Vince Mc... If this is a Vince McMahon creation, and you know it is, Triple H would never... Triple H would have named him Cal fucking Bloom, if anything. Triple H would have never gave him the name Von Wagner. Wagner. Von Wagner. King Von Wagner. Bro. Oh my god, what if he won King of the Ring? 
Bro, why the hell would his name get changed if Vince is running NXT? Exactly. Why are you running NXT at that point? You just cancel it. If you don't want to use, if you don't even want to use anything from your own NXT, why is it even a fucking thing? It's not like people are learning. It's not like people are getting trained and getting used to TV down there. No, that's going on. Why does it still exist, bro? The whole point of NXT just doesn't exist anymore. No one gets trained. No one learns how to be better on TV. None of it. It just, it just exists. It's basically glorified main event at this point. So, what's the point of it existing? Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous, bro. Um, God. Yeah, it's just, I mean, we're going to have to see what happens with Von Wagner. But, so um... fucking name, too. Just Wagner. I mean, that was... That was... That was the thing with NXT. Vince McMahon always changed people. How is that supposed to work, man? They worked in NXT. They were great. And then you call them up and, and completely change everything about them. So you're running NXT now. Okay, well, at least we won't have to deal with that problem anymore. Or do we? Because it kind of looks like we are. <laughs> so, what's the point? What's the whole point? <sighs> Good lord. AEW. AEW definitely planned to sign, to sign Bray Wyatt. Damn. All Elite Wrestling definitely planned to sign Bray Wyatt, now Wyndham Rotunda, according to a new report. Wyatt, Wyatt was surprisingly released by WWE in July of this year. The two-time Universal Champion, his 90-day no-compete clause expired in late October. Wyndham, Wyndham has yet to resurface in another promotion, through, uh, though, and Wyatt is set to work on a Hollywood movie with a special makeup effects artist and designer of the fiend mask Jason ba Jason Baker in the coming weeks. While Wyatt has not has while Wyatt has yet to sign anywhere, this isn't because of a lack of interest and Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer newsletter reported today that AEW definitely had a plan in place to sign Rotunda. Wyatt didn't want to join a wrestling promotion at this point, though believed it's because of his Hollywood projects. AEW president Tony Khan has previously spoken about about his uh, fondness of for Bray Wyatt, but he revealed that he hasn't spoken to Rotunda uh, directly about joining AEW. Past reports have noted that Impact Wrestling made a significant offer to sign Rotunda, but both parties never even came close to a deal. So, from the looks of it, we will be seeing Wyatt whenever. He um, is done with his project in Hollywood. Um, oh, yeah. I think we can all respect that. WWE probably scarred the man from wrestling, but it is needless might, to say, bro. whenever he does get that itch, you know, revolution, you know who's going to want to sign you. You know who's going to want to sign you. He should be done filming. If he starts filming at the end of November and we're a week away from it, he should be done filming by March, by I would think. I would hope so, yeah. I would think, man, but 
This man is going to be elite one way or another. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um Yeah, man. Uh yeah. That was the news of Bray, but yeah, needless to say, he will be in um WWE. He will be in AEW eventually. Um, eventually, bro, for sure. Speaking of AEW, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Let's see. On the most recent Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer said that the cleaner is suffering from damage to his knees, shoulder, and from a painful abdominal hernia. Oh my god. Shit. Are you at vertigo for the last two years, or three years too? What's that? That's two years. <clears throat> kind of where your head's always spinning. Oh. Yeah, it's like where you can't really see straight, you're kind of always dizzy. That's vertigo. No wonder why he's not as fast anymore. Yep. Oh, shit. Wow. That's from all those fucking Okada lariats. Jesus Probably. Christ. Um, anyway. A painful abdominal hernia. He will most likely need several surgeries. It is speculated that February could be the earliest the, a the former AEW champion could return to the promotion. And I quote, he has a lot of issues. Knees, shoulders, abdominal hernia that he's been working through. There's many others too, so he'll get multiple surgeries. Most likely everything is to be determined, but I guess he's getting a lot of care. He's getting a lot of these taken care of at the same time, but, but it's a lot of parts to rehab at the same time. I'm not sure where it's all going to go down. I have not confirmed he's doing the Triple A. I have, I have not confirmed he's doing the Triple A show or not. It's only been, it's only a couple weeks away. He's done with AEW for a while. I know, I know he's hoping February maybe. It's premature because they haven't done any surgeries. Uh, next, there's a lot of things he's working through. Kenny Omega lost the world championship to Adam Hangman Page at the Full Gear pay-per-view. The company now turns its attention to, between Page and the number one contender, Daniel Bryan. Omega will surely be back in the picture once his injuries healed. Man. Um yeah. Kenny, I don't know how Kenny works through so many injuries. I really don't. And then I obviously really uh I never knew he had vertigo. Um but Jesus, that makes a lot of sense as to why he's not fast anymore plus his issue uh issues with his knees mm -hmm. and shoulder. Oh yeah. Yeah, so Kenny will be going away, uh, and I mean, this is this is obviously for the best. Um, this man needs to go heal up. I think he has been working hurt for far too long, and I think it's time we give this man a break. He owes it to us after that, or we owe it to him after that title run. Oh um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Uh, God bless the man, and I hope I hope he gets I hope he gets better. Um, I hope he gets okay, uh, and I hope he gets his body right. So, um, yeah, man. I best of luck to the cleaner, mm -hmm. man. And I sure, definitely right. can't wait to see him uh, come back down the line for sure, man. But yeah, Kenny is uh, 
Kenny is going away, uh, but it is obviously for a, a good reason. He needs to he needs to heal up, man. And like I said, we owe it to that man because he has been an amazing AEW World Champion, bro. So yeah, best of oh, luck, yeah. and we cannot wait to see you again. So good luck, Kenny, man. Good luck. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Crazy that he wrestled through all that, but he did it. He had a great run. And he definitely deserves his break, bro. When he comes back, that's going to be some crazy shit, bro. When he returns, not only is it going to be a massive pop, but I can't wait just to see how he'll be doing. I can't wait. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. Um, Yeah, that, that sucks, man. I did not oh, know bro, that that's he crazy. was going through that much. All that, literally. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, according to the latest, this came out this morning, according to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Johnny Gargano's WWE contract expires in early December, December 3rd to be exact. So far, he has yet to sign another contract with the company. Due to this, the company is pushing very hard to make him sign another contract. Johnny Gargano, what's up? I don't know, go ahead, keep reading. Johnny Gargano has not signed a new contract, but WWE is pushing very hard for him to do so and evidently made a very strong effort for him to stay for a long time. His deal is up on December 3rd. With NXT's new direction, with NXT going in a new direction led by Vince McMahon's vision, it remains to be seen what will become of Johnny Gargano and whether... He will make his way to AEW one day or not. Man. Yikes. They really want Johnny Gargano to sign a main roster contract. So he has a 90-day no-fleet clause so they can release him. That's what they're going to do with him. That's why they want him to sign so bad. So they can call him up, have him have those 90 days instead of 30, and then release him. Because they're not going to want to use for Gargano. That's everything they hate. He's short. He's vanilla. Um, he's over 30. He's over 30. Yeah, he's an NXT guy. He's NXT thrown through his in-ring style. It's something they don't like. He is everything they do not like. And they just want him to sign, so he has 90 days. More so, he is a Triple H NXT guy. Exactly. You think so. of NXT. You think of the best NXT. You are a fucking fool if Johnny Gargano does not come to your mind first. The only other exception would be Tommaso Ciampa. Exactly. Johnny Gargano was... Johnny Gargano was NXT. He was NXT, man. Exactly. And um, I'm going to tell you this, man. If he hasn't signed yet, I don't know that he will. Oh, no. He's not signing. He He knows what's going on. He knows he's destined to be released if he signs. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Listen, man, I think Johnny's gone. I think Johnny's gone. I think we'd be lucky. Hmm, Not lucky. I use that term loosely. If Tommaso Ciampa was the last Triple H NXT guy in NXT Mm -hmm. by the middle of next year. 100%. He'll be the last one there. Because after O'Reilly and Gargano, you have Champa, 
Roddy, and uh, hmm, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I Pete Dunn, you could say. But oh like, yeah, Pete. I could see them putting him on the main roster, or he'll just be lurking everywhere, not even having meaning. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Totally, bro. Um. So, Johnny Gargano, like I said, bro, if this man hasn't, this man sees the writing on the wall. Um, Adam Cole is a great friend of his. Come on, man. I think we know where Gargano will end up. And I think AEW may just add the greatest professional wrestler on this planet to their roster. Imagine, Johnny. Uh-huh. Johnny Wrestling and Johnny dynamite imagine morrison and gargano hell Man. yeah bro holy shit gargano and hangman gargano and Pac. gargano black and kenny black gargano andrade again andrade. Oh. running that man man oh man would that be heat bro johnny gargano will be making his way out of wwe Oh, he yeah. knows they want him to stay for a long time, apparently. Okay. Uh, you wanted Hit Row to stay for a long time, too, right? That's why you just exactly. signed them to deals? They're only signing them to deals for the 90 days. That's what they want to do with Gargano. That's and I don't, know mm-hmm. if, I don't know if they can release somebody while they're on leave. I think they can, but it's kind of like... Uh, like an unread oh, rule. Like yeah, like you just that. don't do that. You know what I mean? But knowing this company, they would. I wouldn't put it past them. Because I'm going to say, once Gargano leaves, Candice LeRae is gone. Because I'll, I'll even say, even in Prime NXT, they did not treat Candice the way they should have. They never no. have. And they still aren't. She needs to be a world champion. Specifically in AEW. Yeah, she was just Johnny's wife. Exactly. That was her gimmick. Yeah, man, but Gargano, man, if he hasn't signed by now and his contract is literally up in a matter of weeks. Like two weeks. He's gone. He's He's 100% gone. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, definitely gone, bro. Um, Let me see when December 3rd is. It's Friday. His contract is literally up in 14 days. Literally. Man, 14 oh days for Johnny Gargano. And I think, like I said, man, if he hasn't signed by now, he's definitely gone. Definitely gone. Yeah, he is 100% gone. Um, But, man, oh man, this is going to be very, very good to see. Johnny Gargano and AEW? Ooh. Sign me up. Sign him up. WWE 2K22. This is the last bit of the news before we get to these predictions. WWE 2K22. They release the hit list. Oh, it was hit list, right? Wasn't the only hit list released yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) 
WWE 2K22's top 10 most anticipated innovations revealed. Oh, yeah. Their release. Redesign gameplay engine. Yay. New controls to learn. New controls is the next thing. <sighs> Look, no, the game shit. looked good. Yeah, it looked good. The problem good. was never graphics. Nope. It was never the controls. Problem was never the controls. Why the fuck? And the controls looked weird. Dude, that looked shit looks whack. Weird, man. That just, oh god, did not look. That just looked weird. Stunning graphics. Wow. Oh wow. It looks like a 2K game. <laughs> Immersive presentation. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't. I have no idea what that means. Oh, I think yeah. I think that was when they showed that camera angle. Oh God. I hope. I hope that's feet like the special feature. It's not used twenty four seven. Cause that camera angle looked like shit. I cannot play a game where that's the camera angle. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, I mean, or you better be able to switch it. Exactly. Like, uh, I mean, I that got... That better be a cinematic camera angle. Yeah, that, that, or the camera angle they showed. I got no problem playing with that on single. That's what I grew up on, so that's not really... I mean, I, I played all the WWE games kind of with that sort of camera angle, so that's not really a problem, but when you play online with two people... Oh. That's, gonna, that's be gonna be excruciating. Fucked. That's mm -hmm. gonna be, you, fucking what kind of shitty ass angle is that? That'll be impossible to play as. For a two now, player, that is not gonna be good. Games already clusterfuck in those games. Let alone with that camera angle, I will have no clue what is going on. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um. That'll be like CM Punk when the Nexus debut, just throwing punches randomly. Um, new WWE 2K Showcase. Oh, and it's braced around Rey Mysterio. Yay. Oh, it's going to culminate in him and Dominic winning those tag titles. That's how it's going to end. And I'm not excited. I will not play that 2K Showcase mode. I hope it starts off with early ECW stuff. Hopefully. It probably won't. It probably it, it won't, might. But... But it will, like, skim through that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what they're going to put in there. I mean, I have no idea. We'll just have to wait and see. My GM. GM mode, yay. GM mode looked bad. It's... Um. The menu itself looked it looked like it fucking was made in like 2011 and not in a cool way. You know what I mean? The menu looks, the style is so bad. They went back from using in-game renders to, to real, real life. life pictures. And, and just, you know how shitty that's going to look when you have community creations? It looks like a mobile card game. You know it what I mean? Looks like, it looked like a mobile game. And I know everybody's excited because we're getting GM mode back, but guys, we got it back. It's gotta be That's good. only the first part. Now it's got to be good. 
We can't just get GM mode and be happy with that. You Guys, like you this mode has to be good, man. A car. But the car's got to run in order for, me, for it to be a gift. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be gifted something that sucks. It, and it did not look good. I don't care what anyone says. It did it not look interesting. didn't look good. I mean... I mean, I'll be getting the game, so I mean, I'm going to try it either way. Mm -hmm. But honestly, bro, the universe mode they showed off looked better, better than GM mode. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But GM mode, man, it's back. It's a great thing. It's great. It's back. It only took them seven years, but it's back. Regardless, GM mode is back. However, however, it has to be good. It has to be mm -hmm. good. And also... If they don't announce that there's an online feature with GM mode, I mean, uh, there's shit. fucking... What's the point? If I can't face Sir K in GM mode, what is the fucking point of the mode? What is the I'm point like of facing it? Facing AI, that's fucking fun. I just get to run my own show with no competition. That's a real WWE thing. They love believing there's no competition. Why not put in the fucking video game? At that point, probably. My faction. It looks okay. Yeah, I wonder how it's going to work. I wonder how... Yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how it's going to work. I, I don't think the uh, the way to get people excited for it is showing off uh, clips of the Mysterios, Kevin Owens, and Dolph Ziggler. I don't think that faction uh, meets anybody's needs. Too. I think he was in the first clip. It was like MVP, oh, yeah, Apollo. And um, Cedric, I think. Something like that. Something like that. Um, what? Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see what that's what that's going to be. Very interesting yeah. to see. My rise. In other words, my Fortnite. career. Mm -hmm. This looked great. It looks like it has a great community creations. I love how you can use a community creation to be your my player. That's I love really that. Good. And they need to take VC purchasing items off oh, of okay. career mode. They need exactly. to take it off. I want to use anything in the move set. Exactly. Anything. The move set should be free game. You, if you really want to, if they got to. You could put it for cosmetic items. You know what I mean? I really don't care. But as long as I can wrestle, I, that's all I want. That's all I want. Give me fucking white wrist tape, white boring wrist tape, mind you, and some fucking trunk and some black trunks, and I'll fucking wrestle my ass off at the very least. Universe mode. Now this. Oh, yes. This looked decent. It looked mm -hmm. like you can edit your GM. You can have a GM to your show. You can edit the GM. And it looked like you can select a superstar to have a my career with, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So if I wanted to, I can get a community creation. Uh, CM Punk, 
and rise through the ranks of WWE. That sounds dope. That sounds exactly. dope as shit. I can, and if my rise sucks, I can just put Johnny fucking Mayhem in a universe mode and use him and, and have my own career stuff. mode. Exactly. That so. sounds dope, man. That sounds dope. Hell yeah. And then they just showed off more of the creation suite, and it looks fantastic. Oh, thank God. You know what? Everything looked good, except for GM mode, if I'm being honest. That is the weakest thing that it looks like about this game, is GM mode and the controls. That's the only negative part about this game. Everything genuinely looked good, except for GM mode, man. It really did. God. It really did, man. And with that... Um, oh, just a quick rundown. The top 10 list was redesigned gameplay engine, new controls, stunning graphics, immersive presentation, w new WWE 2K showcase, Rey Mysterio, my GM, my faction, my rise, universe mode, and creation suite. Full details to come in January 2022. We better. And GM mode better not be as menu-based as it looked. It looked like a mobile it looks game. Like, it it looked really bad. looks like a mobile game. I'm scared. It looked bad, bro. Um, okay, and that is it for the news. That is yeah. it for the news, man. Now, Survivor Series predictions. Survivor Yay. Series predictions. I'm so excited. To start you off, Damian Priest... Versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Champ versus champ. Like, who can? Um, oh, man. This match is uh, very uninteresting. Very. It's going to be a good match, but these yeah. two have not acknowledged each other's existence at all. Literally. These we haven't even are... seen Damian Priest the last couple weeks. Yep. Yep. Priest versus Nakamura. I'm going to pick Priest here because he's white hot. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going with Priest, to, According too. to them. According to the fucking internet, he's the fucking... Oh, he's like John Cena in the fucking early 2000s, bro. White fucking hot. But, um... Yeah, it's, it's going to be Priest. They they don't care. They, the only thing they like about Nakamura is Rick Boogs. So, that's just their excuse to get Rick Boogs on the fucking... Um, Survivor Series and Damien Priest is gonna win because they do actually kind of like Damien Priest for the most part so far. I'm just waiting until yeah. they get bored, right? Right, and then he will be released, and Punishment Martinez will be back. I'm um, used to again, Punishment Martinez, Punishment, Punishment Martinez. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, but, yeah, according to them, Damian Priest is white hot, um, yeah. I don't know, uh, I don't, I don't know what their definition of white hot is, uh, apparently, apparently their definition of white hot is, uh, being off of TV for two weeks in a row, um, no build, no build whatsoever, so this match is incredibly unintriguing, RK Bro versus The Usos. I'm gonna go ahead and say RK Bro here because they just uh, like to make the Usos look like idiots. Um, they do. And um, yeah, I mean, why not give RK Bro the win? 
Unless Omas comes out and costs RK Bro the match. That could happen. If they lose, that's how they lose. But I think RK Bro will win. They like RK Bro. So um, the people like RK Bro, they're fucking over his shit. So um, they do not know how to book do so it's under Roman Reigns. So I think it's obvious RK Bro win. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Team Raw, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina versus Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalya, and Tony Storm. That they had the last night randomly. Yeah, yeah, that they added last night. And we said that they would on Monday. Oh, we, uh, we said it. We'll just announce it. Yeah, we called the hell out of that one. Um, What's the, what's the fucking Raw team again? It is uh, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. <sighs> Being right. that Liv Morgan is challenging Becky Lynch and... Uh, this kind of seems like the only logical thing to do. I'm going to go ahead and say Team Raw wins with Liv Morgan as the sole survivor. That would be the smart thing to do. Don't know if it's going to happen because it's the smart thing to do, but it's definitely, I can see it. I They don't really care for anybody on the SmackDown team, truly. Right. So, I'd probably go with the Raw team. Again, Team Raw and uh, Team SmackDown for the men. Team Raw, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. You know, wasn't Rey Mysterio just on the 2K22 trailer saying how he was tough? And that's how he rose through the ranks of WWE? Yeah, that's why the storyline makes some fucking sense. And they Survivor take him team. off of the Survivor Series team because he's not tough. And this, I guarantee you, is going to garner Von Wagner to oh, no. be a full-time bodyguard on both shows. Oh, yeah. We're going to see all the Von Wagner. Versus Team SmackDown, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin... And, oh, yeah, the Fatal 4-Way they set up. Either Ricochet, Cesaro, Sheamus, or Jinder Mayhew. Oh, wow. Will be the final member. Last um, member. Yeah. Ricochet, Cesaro, Jinder, or Sheamus. Either way, I'm going to go ahead and say Team SmackDown here. Uh, a A lot of Team Raw hate each other. Yeah. They don't get along, so I could see this playing a huge factor into them losing. And plus, SmackDown is the A-show. They want to give Drew McIntyre a reason to face uh, Roman Reigns. Exactly. That is probably going to be the reason, man. But, yeah, I mean... Drew McIntyre you... will definitely be the sole survivor. Mm-hmm. I definitely. So. Definitely, man. But, yeah, I mean, there has been no... Uh, there's no been no um, no build. There's still no prizes for the winners. There's nothing. Nope. 
There's Literally absolutely nothing. nothing, man. It just happens. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and predict Team SmackDown. Same. Becky Lynch, this is the match that I'm excited for just for personal reasons. Versus Charlotte Flair. Obviously, we all know, like I said, why I'm excited for this match is oh, yeah. personal beef that actually goes on between these two. I'm going to go ahead and predict Becky Lynch here because she oh, is 100%. the locker room hero. She, the hero. She stood up to Charlotte Flair. The monster. So, the monster. And I can't wait to watch these two women get fed up oh, with each just, other mid-match and start yep, boxing. And just start throwing throwing hands, bro. I can't wait. That shit will be great. But, be uh, uh, yeah, I think it's an obvious Becky win. Why? Why in the Why in a million years would they have Charlotte win this match? Yep. And the Charlotte last thing, fucking, um, <laughs> screw job and just fucking makes herself win. That'll be legendary. <laughs> and the last thing, Biggie versus Roman Reigns, champion versus champion. Wonder who's gonna win this one. Oh, this is the most hardest match to predict on this card, man. Roman fucking reigns obviously like predictions aren't even fun with this motherfucker anymore just because at least when he was babyface there was a slight chance of him losing you know what i mean but now since he's tribal chief he will literally never lose a single time until the end of his run so well when he was babyface the fact of is roman gonna win was a nail biter it made, exactly. it made it intriguing. That's it, what it made, made the 2018 win. Royal Rumble so good. Because oh, there was shit. a good chance that motherfucker could have won. Yep, there was a great chance he would have dumped Nakamura right over the fucking top. But, with the yeah, Tribal it, Chief, it's just... It's just guaranteed. It's just what's going to happen. He's going to win. It's not even good predictable. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Roman Reigns is just going to win every single fucking thing he's involved with but yeah he's obviously gonna win the match here man and yeah that's uh that's that man so that is the survivor series prediction man and that was your guys news for this episode ladies mm -hmm. and gentlemen it has been a pleasure always a pleasure for my johnny mayhem and i circuit and that is gonna do it for this edition of the news, man. This has been episode 84 of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. And once again, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on... No, we'll see you guys on Sunday, Sunday with the Survivor Series review. We will see you guys on Sunday. Thank you guys for coming in. See ya. Yeah, really.